Welcome to the Encouraging Words for Wives podcast, where we focus on talking about all the real things within a marriage that no one likes to talk about and all of the small decisions that we need to make to be the best version of ourselves to enhance our marriages by following biblical teaching. I'm your host, Simone Phillips from London. For more information, visit our website, www.encouragingwordsforwives.com. I'm not claiming to be an expert. I'm just a woman that's been through some stuff and wanted to create a platform to encourage our wives out there. Welcome to episode 12. And yes, I say it all the time and I'm going to say it again. I can't believe that we are 12 episodes in. Oh my goodness. How has time flown by so quickly? It's crazy. I can't literally cannot believe we are 12 episodes in. Anyway, today I am going to switch things completely up and I am going to interview myself today. And today's subject line is about the importance of respecting your husband. So that's a big one. And we have touched on this subject pretty much on every single episode, roughly, whether it's myself, whether it, whether I've had a guest on here, we do touch on this subject about respecting your husband because it's pivotal, it's vital. We should respect human beings in general on a general everyday basis anyway. But when it does come to your husband, absolutely, we have to have that at the forefront of our minds. And then in the midst of everyday life, cooking, cleaning, household work, kids and then conflict resolving conflict when you're hormonal hormones uh, and all the other stuff that come with it you're having a bad day it's hard to keep remembering respect your husband respect your husband but it is important so I'm going to start off then I'm going to kick into this interview with myself this is so random but I thought I'd do something different today rather than me keep speaking. Well, of course I'll be speaking, but I will ask myself the question. And I haven't prepared for this. I've just literally written down the questions and I haven't thought about my answers. So you're getting this raw. So let's get to it. I don't know why I'm so hyperactive today. I have no idea what I'm just on. I don't know. I'm just feeling good positive great which is yeah I just feel good so this hyperactive uh, hyper episode here that you're getting but anyway let's let's get to it let's get serious let's talk about respecting your husband because like I said it's very important very very important so first question that I'm going to ask myself is how important is it within a marriage to respect your husband wow it's Number one, really, because the Bible says husbands love your wives, wives respect your husband. So it is a massive thing. And I think one of the things that I struggled with personally was I understand about respect. Fine. But what I struggled with is trying to understand what respect looked like to my husband. Because everyone's different. 
every man is different. Yes, a man is a man, a woman is a woman, fine. But I needed to understand what that looked like for him. And I think that's what caused a lot of conflict within the marriage was because I didn't know what respect looked like to him. So similar to like communication. So this is a prime example. I'm just trying to think of, uh uh-huh, yes. A prime example would be, let's just take communication, for example. I will, so let's just say we're talking about booking a holiday. So we'll have a conversation. Yeah, we want to book a holiday. Yeah, where should we go? We should go to Japan. Let's just say Japan. When shall we go? We're going to go in November. Fine. What hotel are we looking at? We're looking at this hotel. How much is it? This is a cost. Fine. To the man, it could be, right, we've had a conversation about the holiday. But to me, no, we haven't had a conversation about the holiday because I need to know what the flight details are, what time we're leaving for the flight. Are we going to do airport parking? Are we going to book the lounge whilst we're at the airport? What time do we arrive in Japan have we sorted out transfers? What facilities does the hotel have? Does it have a gym? Does it have a spa? How many pools does it have? Is it all inclusive? What are we doing? Are we doing half board, full board, just breakfast because we're going to explore the food in Japan? What's artillery looking like? What are we doing for the holiday? What type of holiday is it? Is it more chill holiday? Is it more exploring, excursions? How much spending money do we need to bring? Do we need any vaccinations? So to a male man, it could be, hold on, we've already sorted out the holiday. We've already spoken about it. But to me, being, I'm not going to generalise and say all men are like this, but I'm just giving an example. But to me, being a female, we haven't spoken about it because we haven't gone into detail. So similar to respecting your husband, I, although in my brain, I could be like, right, okay, I don't talk over him. I'm not rude to him. But then respect to him might not mean that. It may mean something else. For example, I know one of the things that I used to do was, and I still do it to be fair to everybody, <laughs> I'm work in progress, rolling my eyes, like roll my eyes. And it's a problem. Like why? And it got to a point, I remember in the big early stages, I think it was like the engagement stages, we decided to argue, like, have to resolve conflict back to back. So he couldn't see my facial expression. <laughs> I'm cracking up now. But yeah, like, that's what we had to do because my eye roll was out of control. <laughs> it was out of control. And it used to, like, annoy him and trigger him. And I just struggled with that and still a work in progress with that on, on a 360. So, yeah, that's one of the things that, you know, he could take as disrespecting. Like, why are you rolling your eyes at me? So, yes, that's what I would say. It is important. And I think as women, and just, I think in just married life in general, like marriage is hard work. And especially when you are, have a calling on your marriage and we, and you're a Christian as well, because we know that the enemy doesn't like marriages. So the enemy will throw everything at your marriage to try and make, you know, his aim is to kill, steal and destroy. Within your marriages, my advice would be is to be intentional about and having open dialogue with your husbands because that's something that I didn't do. I didn't have that open dialogue with my husband about what does respect look like to you because I want to know. 
because it looks different to different people. So massively big and very important. Second question then is, has there been a point within your marriage where you felt you hadn't, wasn't respecting your husband? Um, Has there been a point in my, of course there must have been a point, but I'm just trying to think of something, something that I can remember, like a, like a, something that happened when I wasn't respecting him. Yes, I remember this moment. I remember it. I'm not going to go into detail, but I remember we were with a few friends. Uh, well, no, I wouldn't even call them acquaintances. Friends slash acquaintances. They weren't close to us. And we had just got back from holiday. So I was laughing and joking about something that happened on holiday. And I said the joke and everyone was joking, but I took the joke a bit, a step too much. And what I'd done is started to show them photos of what we were laughing and joking about. And I felt his demeanour change towards me. And I was like, uh, what's wrong? Blah, blah, blah. And then when we got in the car, he was like, look, I don't, I didn't appreciate you doing that. This is the reason why. And he felt that I disrespected him in that moment. But again, I didn't, obviously when someone says that to you, you take it on board. So obviously I took it on board and apologised and everything. But in the moment, it was just pure banter. It weren't nothing serious. But his point was, we don't really know these people and you're showing them fair enough to say it and have a joke about it, but you just took it too far by showing them pictures and whatever. It wasn't nothing crazy. Like it wasn't nothing crazy or anything like that, but I'm not going to share what the topic is because I just don't think it's my place to say on air, live on the podcast. But yeah, I remember that situation did happen. I mean, it was difficult because I couldn't see, I didn't see it as a big deal, but at the end of the day, we're human beings and what, what he deems as disrespect and if it's done to him I have to take it on board so that's one example that's one 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 of the times that I remember where I had disrespected him and he brought that to my attention right so moving on to the next question so what does respecting your husband actually mean to you so I feel I think respecting your husband means to me When I think about respect, I think about like treating people how you would like to be treated. So you're not malicious. You're not talking badly about him. You're not putting him down. Let's give an example where let's just say a situation here where you've got a woman of the wife and let's just say she's God fearing. She's goes to church, she's a prayer warrior, right? But her husband isn't. Now, for the wife, it can be frustrating. Like, you know, I need you to be the leader of the house. I need you to be like this. I need you to be like that. You need to read your Bible. And then it turns into, why can't you read the Bible? Why can't you do this? Why can't you do that? So I think respect for me means that we need to be very careful with our words and how we say certain things that's my take on respect like treating people treating him how you would want to be treated meaning you know don't embarrass him be careful with the words that you are saying instead of putting him down by saying things like oh you never pray you never lead the house why can't you take control 
rather than saying that to him because that's belittling him and putting him down and berating him and that's what you don't want to do one going to God about your issues that's number one and also asking God to lead you as well and I'm not going to sit on this podcast and act like I've done all of these things do not get it twisted like in the marriage I did not have all of this together at all it's only because of what I've gone through where God has laid it in my heart and has ministered to my heart and has given me the spirit of discernment and given me wisdom where I'm able to know these things now. But let me tell you, in the marriage, that, like, I was not doing these things. I'm only learning this now. So I'm not going to paint you a pretty picture because I'll be lying and I'm not about to jump on this podcast and lie to anyone. I have to keep, keep it all the way, all the way real. So... Like what I was saying, that's what I would say. It's to go to God, speak to God and ask him to help you. But then also have the open dialogue with your husband as well. Like, babe, I'm struggling with this whole respect thing. Help me, like, ask him what does respect look like to him? So at least you know and then you mirror it up with what God is saying to you. And God will start to help you and guide you through that whole respect thing. The two go hand in hand. And to be honest, this leads nicely into... The next question, which is what practical tips would I give to women or wives who are battling in not knowing how to respect their husband? One, you have to go to God first. You have to go to God first and ask God to show you if there's anything that you are doing in terms of like, it could be your character, the way you speak to him, the way you may look at him, like you could look at him rudely or roll your eyes like how I was doing. You could be belittling him and not even know, not even know that you're doing it. You know, sometimes you have this trait in you and you don't even know that you're doing it because you're so accustomed to being that way. So ask God, ask the Holy Spirit to guide you and show you the areas where you need to change and you need to get better at. That's number one. And number two, just ask for wisdom. Like the Bible talks about asking for wisdom and then you would receive wisdom. But with that, if you follow that verse through, I can't remember what book it's in, but it's in the Bible. Um, and it talks about, but you need to have faith and believe it first as well. So you need to have faith that you are able to respect your husband. So that's what I would say is, 100% give it to God ask God to show you the areas that you are lacking will show you the areas that you are not being respectful to your husband and then ask God to give you the wisdom so that you are able to change those behaviors is it that you need to watch your words and watch what you say and how you say it also read books like there's so many books out there on how to respect your husband there's a book actually oh my gosh I need to get the name of this book yes here it is so there's a book there's so many books out there but one of the books and my dear friend Kadeen shout out Kadeen she was a guest on one of my episodes I believe it was episode 10 Kadeen shout out Kadeen for this book she bought me a book called Love and Respect and it's by Dr. Emerson Egg Riches. I hope I, I think I better, you know my pronunciation already. So let me just spell it out. So Dr. D-R-E-M-E-R-S 
O-N and then E-G-G-E-R-I-C-H-S. I'm going to put this book up on the Instagram account so at least it will be there. But this book, Love and Respect, absolutely phenomenal. So educate yourself. So that's another practical step. Yes, pray, absolutely, so that God can guide you and lead you and give you the wisdom to be able to say the right thing, do the right thing at the right time. If you think about it, if we are asking for wisdom about respecting our husbands and we know that we need, with wisdom, we need to mirror that up with faith and we know that faith without works is dead, it means that we need to do the practical stuff. So start reading a book, jump on and listen to podcasts, listen to sermons on marriage and respect. We are so fortunate to live in a day and age where we have so much access to resources. Let's utilise that. Let's educate ourselves. So that's another practical step that I would say is educate yourself. And then lastly, speak to your husband. Have that open dialogue with him. Let him know, look, I'm struggling. Not even struggling, but I want to be able to respect you how you deserve to be respected. And it just reminds me about in the Bible how the wives used to be towards their husbands. They used to honour their husband. Yeah, so I just think definitely just have that open conversation with your husband about your thought process and the fact that you're actively going to do something about it or you don't even yeah I would say have an open have an open dialogue so the last question then is what advice would you give to women out there to encourage them within their marriage so my encouragement to women out there in their marriage is number one you have to work on yourself. And I was having this conversation earlier on today. Like you really need to know who you are as a woman. You need to be able to love yourself as a woman. You need to know who you are and whose you are. Who you are and whose you are. Liking who you are as well. And the more you spend time in God's presence, like life is busy. Yeah, like it's moving at 100 miles per hour. But what we need to remember is that there's an enemy and the enemy likes to distract. So with your busy schedule, how do you know that that's not there on purpose to distract you from what you're called to do or for you to resolve certain issues? Yeah. Now, what I would say is when I started to spend more time with God and Time you have to be intentional as well because it's all good going to like doing the whole thing, getting up, school run, kids, work, come home, dinner, laundry, bath kids, put kids in bed, a little bit of adult time, then you go to bed and you're doing that Monday to Friday, then Saturday could be swimming, football, you know, kids' activities, and you might want to do a little dinner with your with the girls, and then Sunday, church, get ready for school and you do it all again. That's fine. But when are you taking time out to connect with God? When are you taking time out to hear from God? Because how can God, how can you even hear God if you're not spending time with him? And then how can you even expect God to guide you if your schedule's so busy? So we have to be intentional as women and as human beings, like whether you're a man or a woman, to really be intentional about your relationship with God because God comes first and if you're not putting him first 
then how do you know that you're making the right decisions? How do you know that he's guiding you and leading you down the right path? It's impossible. So my advice to any women out there, whether you're married or you're not married, is number one, find quiet time with the Lord. Even if it's half an hour, and I always say this to my friends, I am badgering at them, like, get up half an hour. If, you, if you're up at six, get up at 5.30. Get up, take that extra half an hour and just pray. Be silent, be in God's presence, read the word. And I'm telling you, God will start to guide you. And the, the moment I started to do that, game changer. God, when I mean... Even like certain holidays, I wanted to book and I'm like, you know what? Let me go and pray about it. I never used to do that before. I would just book a holiday. I'd be like, I'm going, pay my deposit, boom, I'm going. But now when you put God first, you operate different. It's a different level. It's like, Lord, should I go on this holiday? Do you want me to go on this holiday? You pray about everything. And that's when you go before God and you let, he takes in first. I mean, I do it first thing in the morning because that just works for me. I'm a morning person. You have to figure out what time of day works for you. But carve out that time and really put God first in your life. And he will guide you. He will lead you. It's a, a whole different level. And the thing is, Christian, it's nothing to do with being religious. It's nothing to do with religion. It's about having a relationship with God. That's what it's about. So that's what I would say. And then in your prayer time, just ask God to, like guide you in terms of your character as well because you could be disrespecting your husband but that could be based on trauma when you spend time with the holy spirit and when you spend time with god god will reveal certain characteristics about yourself one of the things that god revealed to me and i'm going to be open when i started to spend more time in his in his presence was he like i felt he revealed to me that i wasn't a given person now if I'm trying to be like our aim in terms of our walk with Christ is to be Christ-like. Now, God wants us to be generous and giving. It's about giving, whether it's giving of your time, giving to the poor, giving monetary, whatever it is, it's about giving. And I, God revealed to me that I wasn't a given person and I had to change that. So God will reveal certain characteristics about you. How do you know that certain characteristics that you're carrying is the reason why you are disrespecting your husband. But if you're not spending time in God's presence and in God's word, then how will God reveal your character to you? And then you're just in a hamster wheel with your husband. Because nine times out of, out of 10, if someone is disrespecting their husband, it's because of a characteristic within themselves that they need to deal with. But only the Holy Spirit can reveal that to you. I mean, your husband can tell you, but whether you're going to listen to him or not, that's another thing. But in order to get to the root cause, it's important. So, yes, number one, get into the presence of God. Number two, work on any sort of trauma that you have. Just work on it. And like I said, the moment you start going into the presence of God, he will reveal to you what those characteristics are. And then also, if you need to go to therapy because you've had an issue like abandonment in your um, childhood or whatever that trauma may look like to you, go and seek professional help. Get counselling. 
go to therapy. It's fine. It's fine. I've been to therapy twice now within my adult years and the best thing I've ever done. And I can go into detail. Um, the first time I had therapy, I had, um, it was called psychodynamic therapy. Deep in it, <laughs> honestly deep when um when I when I went for the assessment and they referred me and then they had to refer me to someone else because they were like the place that they had originally referred me to they were like yeah you need something a bit more deep I'm like wow am I that messed up this is deep but I needed it and to be honest I'm not going to go into detail because this platform is probably not the the right platform to go into that level of detail but those who are close to me know why I went to therapy um so I had psychodynamic therapy and I had it for a year I think it's about when you are going to therapy if you do this well I hope that you do I really I would encourage everyone to go to therapy but one of the things that I would say is about having the right mindset when you go into therapy because a lot of people go into some people I wouldn't say a lot but some people go into therapy and they're just a bit negative about it like oh I'm never going to change this is never going to work well you've already counseled it but you have to go in there being expectant like you know what I am going to feel better and I will see a change and I want to do the work and therapy's hard man like I'm just being real therapy is very hard because the things that you shut off or you don't think about you have to then go back to that place and dig up those memories and it's hard because you start to feel those emotions that you felt at the time when the tra when the trauma took place it's very very difficult but I'm telling you I can only tell you about my personal experience the best thing that ever happened to me because I remember the first I would say the first two months of therapy were hard I could not do anything after therapy I just used to go home, cry or go for a drive or take myself out to a, restu a restaurant. I I could not do anything afterwards because it was mentally draining. It was a lot. It was a lot. And I remember I used to go, I used to do it, if anyone knows South East London, I used to do it in Lewisham Hospital in the Morsley section. So even going into that environment, I was just thinking like, oh my gosh, am I this messed up in the head that... I have to do my therapy here. So there's a lot of things going on within my brain. The first two months were not nice. It was horrible. But I would say at the midpoint, that's when things started to shift for me personally. And at the same time that I was doing therapy, I was also praying as well. So the two go hand in hand. And I just felt things being lifted off of me, that heaviness that I was holding on to like the anger the hurt the pain the resentment the bitterness all of that stuff I was hanging on to it just lifted and lifted and I just felt lighter you know like the own the way to describe it is just think of someone that's hunched over just hunched I'm doing the action like you can see me <laughs> but just think of someone just hunched over and as time goes by by they start to lift up and up and up and up and their shoulders are back their head is up their back is straight that's how I felt by the time I left therapy the best thing the best thing that I've ever 
ever done and experienced. And it was in it was super intense. It was very very intense. But it's the it, that therapy that I done changed my life. It really changed my life because I think things could have gone left quite quickly with me if I didn't have that therapy. So I thank the Lord for that. Um, where was I? I've lost my train of thought now. <laughs> oh yes, advice that I would give married women. This is it. Yes, speak to the Lord. Spend your time with the Lord. Deal with any sort of trauma or childhood things, issues that you have. And then love on yourself. Love who you are. Love who you are when you look in the mirror. Be intentional about looking good for yourself. And obviously your husband will benefit from that anyway. And I'll touch upon this um, subject in previous episodes. But love who you are. If you're a mean person... You're not going to love the fact that you're mean. If you're not, because I remember when I wasn't, when I wasn't generous, I didn't like who I was when I wasn't generous. But now I'm a lot, like anyone close to me will know that I'm very, I'm quite generous. Yes, I would say love who you are, your personalities, your character, your traits, even physically as well. Whether you're battling with your weight, go, you know, do something about it. I <laughs> just have to keep it real. I've battled with my weight for years like over 15 years and up and down one minute I'm slim the next minute I'm not and I've put on weight and all of this stuff but um what I would say is I feel I'm not slim I'm not skinny you know I'm not a size 12 or nothing like that I would say I'm a healthy 14 16 but I feel comfortable in my skin and I feel like the weight that I'm at now is probably the best I've ever felt I feel good get your hair done get your nails done do whatever it is to make you feel good about yourself. That when you look in the mirror, let you feel good. You carry yourself well. And the other thing is meditate on Proverbs 31. The Proverbs 31 woman. And yeah, that's, that's, that's my advice I would give to not just wives, but just women out there. Put God first. In a nutshell, basically, put God first and he will guide you, direct you and mould you into the woman that you want to be but but I would say is in order for you to go on this journey you need to be willing to really hear God because he will reveal some stuff to you boy and you need to be ready to hear that and receive it and make changes because it's this it's not easy once you start asking God to reveal he's going to reveal and it's going to hurt so you just need to be ready and what I would say is this journey is exactly what it is. It's a journey. It's not an overnight thing. I personally believe once a woman loves on herself, she knows who she is, she is confident, she has her relationship with Christ, even if you're not saved, you can take these practical steps um, with you as well. Anyway, you know how I do the verse of the week. The scripture of the week, scripture of the day comes from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 33. And I love reading from the NIV. However, so it says, however, each one of you also must love his wife as he loves himself. And the wife must respect her husband. Now, I love this piece of scripture. And the reason why I love it is because it's just interesting to me. You know what's interesting? The fact that it says, 
each one of you speaking to the husbands must love his wife, right? Because as women, we're emotional creatures. So we're naturally going to show love towards our husbands anyway. But it's just interesting that it mentions the what the men need to do for us first. Because I feel as women, if we are feeling loved by our husband, it's easy for us to respect our husbands, right? Let's just be real. But then what's interesting about this, the next part of this is must, it says also must love his wife as he loves himself. I know a few husbands out there that battle whether it's mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So this is why it's so important as wives that we are praying for our husbands within that area because, and that he knows who he is as a man. He knows who he is as a man of God, that he has his own relationship with Christ and that you build, and even if he doesn't, like I said before, earlier on, don't berate him, don't belittle him, don't put him down about, oh, you don't even pray, you don't even lead, you're not even a leader of this household. Go and pray for him to be a leader. Go and pray for him to love, to be able to love you. Yes, yeah, so I love the fact that it talks about him, the husband, loving himself. So this is an area where if your husband is struggling to be able to show you love, pray get on your knees, pray about it. And then the fact that as wives, we must respect our husbands, which we already know. So yes, I, I do love this piece of scripture here. And the two go hand in hand, like women, we need love and men need respect. They don't necessarily need love. They just need respect. But like I said, there's so many tools out there. There's so many platforms. There's so many resources. So definitely get yourself educated. And like I said, the book, Love and Respect, definitely grab that. You can get it in on Amazon. It's £8.99. £8.99. That is a meal in KFC. I'm sure you can treat, if you can treat yourself to KFC, you can treat yourself to a book. Anyway, I've loved today's episode. Went off as per, but I thought I'd do something different um, with asking myself the questions. So yes, you know what to do. Follow me, share the content. I'm on Instagram. And thank you for today. I hope you all have a good evening and catch me on episode 13. If you also have any suggestions or ideas that you would like to see featured on the podcast, I welcome your input. Please send this to info at encouragingwordsforwives.com. Let's keep the conversation going and connect with me on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram, I'm on TikTok and on Twitter. Be sure to go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify and wherever else you are listening to your podcast. Remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I'm excited. I'm so excited for this journey. And I really pray that you all have a blessed week and take care.